Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain TXP and today is the 27th of February 2024. And look guys, the price of Bitcoin is definitely heading towards the moon and the global cryptocurrency market has surpassed the $2 trillion mark. So a lot of activity has actually taken place since the last 24 hours. And it is needless to say guys, it is only because of the spot Bitcoin ETF approval, isn't it? Now will this trend continue? Most likely yes. So it's going to be really interesting to see in which direction the price is definitely heading towards. Unfortunately guys, people who went ahead and shorted Bitcoin, they have definitely suffered losses. So in today's episode, we'll definitely go in touch base on this. Now from the communist country in China, we do have some unfortunate news and that is regarding digital yuan that looks like some notorious actors have gone ahead and released a fake digital yuan app and the Chinese Ministry of Industry and Information Technology have definitely got and put out a warning. So we'll definitely go and discuss this. Now you need to understand guys that when you talk about digital yuan, you're talking about central bank digital currency. So we'll definitely go and touch base on this. And we do have two more unfortunate news guys. And that is regarding an exchange called as Bitforex. And what happened guys is they went completely offline. And just before going offline, they actually withdrew $57 million. Now at this point of time we can't tell if it is a hack or the founding team members have disappeared with the money. Definitely unfortunate news. And listen guys, in 2016 I believe there was a notorious character from Canada and he was the CEO of a cryptocurrency exchange called Scodraca and he did something similar and he probably could have faked his own death as well and there is a documentary in Netflix about that as well. But look guys, unfortunately such instances should definitely do not arise us in it. And this goes back to the very second line of Bitcoin white paper because it clearly states that the main benefits are lost if a central mediary or central entity is required to prevent double spending. And so far centralized exchanges are concerned. These situations will be happening in the near future as well. And that's one of the reasons why we need to be advocates of decentralized exchanges. Now we do have another unfortunate news and that is from Hong Kong. An HTX subsidiary company called as HBGL. They have gone ahead and decided to withdraw the application from the Hong Kong Security and Exchange Commission. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss this news. So it looks like guys there is positive news so far as the price is concerned. But if you look at news surrounding global world, there's definitely unfortunate news isn't it. And guys like we do in every Crypto and Coffee at 8 podcast. I'm going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. And it has to do with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And looks like the Saudi Arabia is launching innovative metaverse platform. So I'll definitely go ahead and explore what that news is all about. Now the second news guys is regarding a series that I'm conducting under the Crypto and Coffee at 8 by Blockchain DXB. And the series guys is called Web3 is just hype. Now look guys, me personally I'm not a fan of Web3.0. And what I have done is I've gone ahead and invited few CEOs, CTOs and founders from the so-called Web3 space. And they're going to be having a healthy debate to identify what is it that I'm missing or what is it that they are missing. So the series is going to be a completely healthy debate. And look guys, if you want to go ahead and sponsor the series, drop me an email to infertblockchaindxb.com. Alternatively, if you're a CTO, founder working in the Web3.0 space and want to have a healthy debate, you're more than welcome to drop me an email to infertblockchaindxb as well. So quite a lot of cover guys in today's episode. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space 
as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto & Coffee & Tape has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXB journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced MediaCars is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DJI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they're focusing on three Ps. That is people, planet and prosperity. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing and hosting training workshops, seminars and community events that educate, inform and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing if you do want to support this channel. Go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. 
a brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store an app store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something well but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gulf Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get insights scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Coast Race podcast. And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kickstart by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now look as the global cryptocurrency market is definitely gone off the roof and it is at 2.12 trillion dollars and since the last 24 hours it is up by 6.32% and later on I'm going to go ahead and discuss why the numbers are heading towards the moon and the answer is pretty simple guys it is only because of spot bitcoin ETF but so far the total market volume is concerned guys listen to this it has crossed the 100 billion dollar mark by a very long margin it is at 109.29 billion dollars and since the last 24 hours, the total cryptocurrency market volume has increased by 113.07% and a lot of buying is going on, particularly in the world of Bitcoin. And unfortunately, guys, some people who went ahead and shorted Bitcoin have suffered miserably as well. So we'll definitely go and touch base on that news too. Now, so far, the volume in DeFi is concerned, guys. Unfortunately, all the matrix are exactly the same, but the total value locked is increasing because if you look at the volume in DeFi, it is below the $10 billion mark. It is only at $8.74 billion. And DeFi gas is accounting for 8% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. And so far as the total value locked is concerned, it is at a staggering $86.74 billion. And Lido gas is clearly dominating so far as total value locked is concerned. And its total value locked is $31.72 billion. Now, decentralized to centralized exchange dominance has definitely pumped up, which is a bit strange, guys, because usually this number 
only picks up pace on Wednesdays or Thursdays. So it's really strange that on Tuesday, decent large exchange volume has picked up pace. So could it be possible that since the last 24 hours, a lot of decent large exchanges have been used in order to let's say go ahead and buy and sell Bitcoin? Most likely yes, and the numbers definitely go ahead and reflect that. Now let's quickly run through the volume of decentralized exchanges guys, cause Uniswap's number is definitely off the roof. It is at $1.68 billion, followed by PancakeSwap, and its volume is $730.59 million. And to be honest guys, this might be the very first time I've seen that PancakeSwap's 24 hour trading volume has crossed the $700 million mark, so definitely interesting matrix to be honest. The third one is Orca guys and its volume is $350.95 million. Now the fourth one guys is a protocol called Astana and its volume is $330.94 million. And in yesterday's episode guys, I actually talked about that in today's episode, I'll go ahead and explain what Tena is. But unfortunately guys, I couldn't get any information regarding Tena. Now if you do have any information regarding Tena, drop me an email because I definitely want to know what this project is. Because when I did actually go to the website, it just gave me a customer support information. And in order to go out and chat for the customer support, you need to go out and log into MetaMask. Now, usually what I tend to do is, guys, if I do want to get more information regarding a project or protocol, what I tend to do is I go to CoinMarketCap, I select a particular cryptocurrency or token, and then there is a section called as about, and that gives pretty much all the information regarding this project or protocol. Unfortunately, I couldn't get any information regarding Tenom. In certain cases guys, I tend to look at CoinGecko as well, but exactly the same thing for CoinGecko as well. So really I'm not sure to be honest what this particular project is, but if you do have some information, drop me an email cause I'll definitely like to talk about it in my episode. Now the number 5th guys, so far as the exchange volume is concerned is Radium and its volume is $303.40 million. Now guys, let's quickly run through the volume of stable coins cause since the last 24 hours, a lot of stable coins has been used. And most likely guys, they have been used in decentralized exchange cause the volume of stable coins is at $99.7 billion. And as of today guys, stable coins is accounting for 91.47% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. Now mind you guys, this number might definitely be looking great. But if you were to compare these numbers with 2020, when the price of Bitcoin was approximately the same range, probably even less than that, the volume of stable coins used to hover somewhere between the 120 to 140 billion dollar mark. So keeping that thing in mind, the numbers are still less, but if you were to compare it, let's say to 2022 and 2023, the numbers are almost double, isn't it? And out of this $99.7 billion, Tether USDT is accounting for $80.38 billion, followed by Circle USDC and its volume is $8.62 billion, and finally guys, true USD, its volume has definitely picked up pace since the last 24 hours, more than double to be honest, it is at $142.36 million. Now surprisingly guys, Despite the price of Bitcoin heading towards the moon, the dominance hasn't changed a lot. I was expecting Bitcoin's dominance to cross the 54% mark. Unfortunately, Bitcoin's dominance is only at 51.04%, but Ethereum's dominance gas since the last 24 hours has actually gone down and it is down to 18.30%. Now, if you look at the 24-hour trading volume, guys, Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is at $47.82 billion, and Ethereum's 24-hour trading volume, guys, is at $22.2 billion. And just in my episode yesterday, guys, I talked about how the 24-hour trading volume of Ethereum is definitely increasing, isn't it? But look, guys, this just shows the power of BlackRock getting into Bitcoin game, and pretty sure in the next coming months, they would be having a massive impact on Ethereum as well. Now look guys, if you're a true Bitcoin maximalist or a cypherpunk, 
you should definitely not be happy about this. The only thing that is increasing is the price which is great. But when you talk about this from an ethical point of view, ideally you would not want any financial giants such as let's say BlackRock, Franklin Templeton or Vanguard getting into the Bitcoin game and they are the only reasons why the price is increasing isn't it? Those are my honest thoughts to be honest. Now guys if you look at the market cap of Bitcoin it is at 1.09 trillion dollars and Ethereum's market cap has pumped up as well but not as much as I expected it is at 387 billion dollars. Now guys in today's episode let me very quickly run through the top 3 gainers since the last 24 hours and the top 3 losers and it's a bit surprising guys that the top 3 losers the number one is Worldcoin and it is actually down by 11.19%. Just few days ago I talked about Worldcoin where the token actually pumped up to the roof and that is because they reached 100 daily active users isn't it and it is so surprising guys that the price of Bitcoin and the global cryptocurrency market is heading towards the moon but the price of Worldcoin is actually going down. Absolutely strange. The second one guys which is down is that of Singularity and it is down by 3.32% and the third token is Gala and it is down by 2.89%. Now look guys it is extremely rare if you look at the top 3 losers most of them are in single digits. The second and third one are in single digits isn't it? Extremely fortunate and extremely rare to be honest. Now guys let's look at the top 3 gainers in the last 24 hours and look guys if you've invested in this in the last 24 to 48 hours there is a very high chance you could have just been a millionaire depending on the amount you've invested isn't it. Now guys since the last 24 hours Teton Network has definitely pumped up the most and it is up by 53.40% since the last 24 hours. The second one guys is the king of meme coins that is Pepe and it is actually up by 46.98% so it looks like Pepe coin is definitely making a comeback isn't it. The third one guys is Pet Network and it is up by 41.79%. Now look guys when the market is looking green and if the fear and greed index is greed definitely these tokens tend to pump up but there is a very high possibility in the next coming days Pepecoin, Theta Network and Pith Network will drastically go down as well. These are just my observations in the cryptocurrency space. Now let me know guys if you agree to it or disagree to it. Now guys before we look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin let me run through a very critical protocol called as Cosmos and its ticker symbol guys is Zatim. So let me go ahead and share some bits and pieces of information regarding this cause Cosmos guys is like a network of interconnected blockchain with the Cosmos hub acts as a central hub for communication and they also have something called Tendermint and Tendermint guys ensures that all computers in this network agree on which transactions are valid and developers can use Cosmos software development kit to easily create their own customized blockchain within the network and with interchain accounts upgrade it is now easier for different blockchains within Cosmos to work together seamlessly thereby allowing users to do more advanced activities across different blockchains. So let me go ahead and very briefly run through it guys cause Cosmos they also have hubs and zones so essentially guys think of Cosmos hub as the central hub of communication for various blockchains called zones and they are within the Cosmos network and what it does is guys it helps them interact with each other and validators on the Cosmos hub maintain agreement between all zones and earn rewards for their work and the native currency used for the Cosmos hub guys is called as Atom that is A for Alpha, T for Tango, O for Orange and M for Mother and the consensus mechanism behind Cosmos guys is Tendermint Byzantine Fault Tolerance. Now listen guys at this point of time you should know what Byzantine Fault Tolerance is in case you don't what I'd strongly recommend you to do is go to YouTube and look at what Byzantine Fault Tolerance is but so far as Cosmos is concerned Tendermint Byzantine Fault Tolerance is a core mechanism behind Cosmos and that ensures that all computers running the Cosmos hub stay in sync 
and it is essentially a way guys for these computers to agree on which transactions are valid and should be added on the blockchain and validators in the system take turns adding new blocks of transactions to the chain and guys they also have a software development kit and this is like a toolkit guys that developers can use to build their own blockchain within the cosmos ecosystem and it uses Tendermint's consensus algorithm making it easier for developers to create customized blockchain by plugging in different modules and is designed to be flexible and accessible to developers who may want to use different programming languages and listen guys one of the biggest features of Cosmos is interchain accounts upgrade and this is a recent improvement to the Cosmos ecosystem which is specifically focusing on enhancing how different blockchains can interact with each other and the inter-blockchain communication protocol also called as IBC which was launched earlier allows one blockchain to control an account with another and guys with this upgrade users on the Cosmos hub can now do more advanced activities like staking, voting and swapping tokens across different blockchains and to be honest guys this upgrade essentially makes it easier for different applications on separate blockchains to work together without needing them to overall the entire ecosystem. Now look guys Cosmos is definitely a really critical project particularly in the blockchain and smart contracting platform space but look guys I really am curious to check how many dApps are directly or indirectly connected with the Cosmos hub. I wouldn't be surprised if the numbers are ridiculously minuscule and when I'm going to be having my Web3 debate series guys, I'm definitely going to touch base on these points as well. Now guys, let's look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin. Now since the last 24 hours guys, Bitcoin is definitely heading towards the moon isn't it? And as of now, it is at $56,212 and since the last 24 hours, it is up by 9.50%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 8.43%. Ethereum gas has surpassed the $3,000 mark. It is at $3,223. Since the last 24 hours, it is up by 4.23%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 10.48%. Now listen guys, Binance BNB coin is definitely heading towards the moon as well. And I wouldn't be surprised in the next few hours, it would actually cross the $400 mark. And right now it is at $396. And since the last 24 hours, it is up by 2.59%. And since the last 7 days, it is up by 10.88%. Now look as Bitcoin is definitely heading towards the moon. And at one point of time, it did actually surpass the $57,000 mark. And it was strongly gaining a lot of momentum. Now the big question is, why in the hell this thing is happening? And the answer is pretty simple guys. Record volumes were seen in spot ETFs on Monday and this actually caused a 6% rise in Bitcoin's value during US trading hours. And this support movement guys in Bitcoin prompted significant activity in US based spot Bitcoin ETFs but definitely not Grayscale's GBTC which actually collectively reached a new peak with $2.4 billion in trading volume on Monday. Now listen guys if you want to go out and read the official information regarding spot ETF and what is going on. Eric Balkanis is the person you need to follow on Twitter and what he actually mentioned via Twitter guys is that new 9 Bitcoin ETFs have all broken all time volume records today with 2.4 billion dollars just barely beating day 1 but almost double their recent daily average and he also talks about IBIT which went completely berserk in wild and that was actually accounting for 1.3 billion dollars and breaking its record by about 30%. So listen guys, go to Twitter and follow Eric Balkanis and his Twitter IT and everything is in the show notes below. Now look guys, unfortunately people who thought that the price of Bitcoin would actually go down have miserably suffered a lot and data from CoinGlass does actually state that short position have incurred losses exceeding $180 million since Sunday. However guys, they also mentioned that open interest surged from $48 billion to nearly $54 billion indicating an increase in bullish position as traders anticipated heightened volatility. Now look guys, these are critical numbers that you need to look at. And look, 
Unfortunately, as much as I hate saying this, the only reason why the prices of Bitcoin is increasing is because of spot Bitcoin ETF related news, isn't it? Now, so far, trading is concerned. There are loads of charts and graphs that you can follow. But listen, guys, it's so critical to understand that when you talk about the price of Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency for that matter, all price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time. Now, guys, let's discuss some unfortunate news, and that is all the way from China. And, guys, what happened is a counterfeit digital yuan application has been exposed, and this was stated in a WeChat post, which is attributed to the Chinese Ministry of Industry and Information Technology. And this malicious download, guys, closely mimics the official version but exhibits subtle disparities. And, guys, what is crazy is that in addition to promising financial gains, the fake app is capable of gathering sensitive user data and offers bogus customer support, and they're also directing users to unfamiliar sources social media platforms to facilitate unlawful seizure of their funds and guys this information was actually disclosed by the Chinese Ministry of Industry and Information Technology. Now listen guys, could it be possible that United States of America is behind this? You'd never know some notorious activity and payback is highly due, isn't it? Or could it be the Russians who would be counterfeiting this app? You never know guys with the geopolitical chaos going on, who is behind all this notorious activity? Now guys, let's discuss another notorious activity and that is to do with Bitforex, which is a cryptocurrency exchange. And what is scary guys is that they have gone offline following the withdrawal of $57 million from its hot wallet and they completely disappeared on 23rd of February. And unfortunately guys, withdrawals have been seized and the Bitforex team has disappeared and is unresponsive to users' request. And guys, if you actually go to the website, the website displays a message stating that the users have been locked now at this point of time guys it is uncertain whether a hacker has breached the hot wallets or if the team has voluntarily halted withdrawals. Now look guys I highly doubt if a hacker has got it and breached that because if that would have been the case the founding team members would have definitely got and put out a video or maybe a couple of tweets in it. Unfortunately it looks like the founding members are silent as well and users guys are trying to access the site and are met with a message which states sorry you've been blocked. Now it's really important to note guys that last year Bitforex was also flagged by Japanese regulators for operating without a license, so definitely unfortunate news. Now guys, let's discuss another unfortunate news, and that is to do with HBGL Hong Kong Limited, and that is actually a subsidiary of HTX. And listen guys, HTX was previously known as Huobi, isn't it? And they have actually got it and withdrawn the application for a virtual asset trading license from Hong Kong security regulators, and they did that last weekend on the 23rd of February. And guys, the withdrawal of the application came just three days after the application was submitted and this is based on the information on the Security and Futures Commission's website Now you can definitely go ahead and check it in the show notes below but the information is not in English language and Coindesk has gone ahead and summarized this article Now it's really important to note guys that last June in 2023 Justin Sun had anticipated that HTX could obtain a crypto trading license in Hong Kong within 6 to 12 months but unfortunately it looks like they've gone ahead and decided to go ahead and withdraw the application so definitely not the news you would expect, isn't it? So those were the news guys on the cryptocurrency and blockchain world. Now let's look at two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. And the first news guys is essentially talking about metaverse in Saudi Arabia. And the news essentially is that Saudi Arabia has launched innovative metaverse platform. So let me go ahead and share more bits and pieces of information regarding this news. Because the Saudi Ministry of Culture is launching the world's first national metaverse platform. And the platform guys is powered by Generator Media Intelligence 
also called as GMI and this is an artificial intelligence system and they aim to merge cultural richness with digital innovation and they offer a dynamic digital realm for users and does the metaverse features activities mirroring real life experiences like founding day celebrations and they also showcase a variety of cultural attractions including history march, music, art, history, culinary arts and crafts and quite a lot of other. And they've also included a mini video game and a performance center for live event broadcast. Now here's the interesting bit guys, this is actually accessible through mobile mixed reality for wide device compatibility and they are designed to be a comprehensive web-based experience and they promote inclusivity by catering to various devices and audiences and they have also done partnership with Drop Group and Drop Digital as well. And guys they are also utilizing Hyperledger's Fabric 2.5 blockchain technology. Now Hyperledger guys is done by IBM and they are definitely not a blockchain technology, it is more of a software but I think it is a great idea for them to go ahead and add the terminology blockchain technology isn't it. Now so far as this news is concerned, the metaverse operates under the banner of the Saudi Heritage Metaverse platform and they aim to engage millions of Saudis and international audiences and this definitely signifies a milestone. So far as cultural engagement and evolution is concerned isn't it and this move guys definitely represents a substantial step forward in cultural expression and participation and they're definitely opening new avenues for exploration for Saudi Arabia's culture and the metaverse so definitely positive news I guess. Now guys let's talk about second news and this is the series guys that I'm planning to launch and the series is called web 3.0 is just hype. Now look guys at this point of time, I really am not convinced that there is anything called as web 3.0 and what I've done is, I've already gone ahead and sent invites to CEOs, CTOs and founders in the so called web 3 space and I do have at least 6 episodes lined up. So essentially guys in the series of episodes, we're going to be exploring the variety of web 3 technologies and the whole objective guys is to interview prominent figures in the web 3 space including crypto evangelists, CEOs, CTOs and tech founders and listen guys the core theme of me to do this is I really want to investigate whether web3 is truly revolutionary or merely a means to attract investment and I've said this thing so many times in my crypto and coffee day podcast looks like a lot of the CEOs, CTOs and founders are just using the bandwagon of web 3.0 in order to get a lot of funding. Now and so far as the interview is going to be concerned guys I'm going to be focusing on individuals who are deeply involved in web3 development and the implementation as well. And the whole goal of the series guys is to understand the principles and practical implications of web3 technologies from different perspectives. So I'll be sharing certain criticism of web3.0 and I'm also going to be sharing my concerns about the hype, the speculation and financial motives behind it and it's really going to be interesting to see what answers they have. The look guys I'm not saying that I'm 100% right, as a matter of fact I would love to be pro and wrong and as long as you listeners benefit that would be the end game isn't it. And in the series guys I'm definitely going to address the role of venture capital funding and banking interest in the web3 ecosystem and guys I'm definitely going to seek insights into specific use cases where web3 has demonstrated tangible value and utility. Now look guys it's going to be a healthy debate and we're definitely going to discuss some of the challenges facing the adoption and scaling of web3 technologies and we're definitely going to examine the environmental impact and energy consumption associated with so-called blockchain system and we'll also have a general discussion on proof of work mining so far as Bitcoin is concerned and other proof of mining consensus mechanism. And guys in this series I'm definitely going to be talking to founders and CEOs of NFT marketplaces as well and we will delve into the significance of decentralized finance and non-fungible tokens within the web3 technology space and guys I'll definitely want to investigate the regulatory implications and consumer protection concerns surrounding web3.0 and I'm also curious to check if the CEO, CTOs and founders 
Do you have any advice for fellow entrepreneurs and developers who are interested in getting into the Web 3.0 space? Now, Lucas, I definitely want to go ahead and encourage transparency and critical thinking regarding the potential of Web 3 technologies. So it is definitely going to be a healthy debate. And essentially, guys, this would be a platform for diverse perspective and opinions on this topic. And ultimately, guys, the aim is to foster a deep understanding of the merits and limitations of Web 3 technology. And Lucas, if you do want to go ahead and sponsor this event, Drop me an email to infatblockchaindxp.com. And that's about all, guys, from the cryptocurrency, blockchain, and metaverse world. From Crypto and Coffee at 8 from Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to infatblockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com. And also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, Please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes is going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have a question by Tom who asks Do you think institutional investors are flocking to Ethereum instead of Bitcoin? Because there is a recent report which is published by Bybit that talks about institutional investors are focusing more on Ethereum. Now look Tom, so far as this research and report is concerned, I hate to say that there is a lot of personal involvement involved when let's say you see any particular research, particularly in the cryptocurrency space. Now I wouldn't be surprised if Bybit has gone ahead and published that. They have their own personal stake and involvement so far as Ethereum is concerned. Now look, this is unfortunately what I've observed in my tenure in the Bitcoin, cryptocurrency and blockchain space. Now, so far as research is concerned, there were similar such results going back to 2015 where Ethereum had actually gone ahead and launched and I very specifically remember reading such reports stating that we may not even need Bitcoin and Ethereum could actually be a proper sound of money. Unfortunately, none of these research and reports turn out to materialize in one particular report which I very specifically remember reading and this was going back to 2016 and mind you this was before the halving where PwC actually stated that the entire supply chain management by 2022 will be in blockchain technology and they actually had a figure of five trillion dollars none of these reports turned out to materialize in it so whenever you're reading the report you need to go and look at the motivation and why they are doing it and you'd be surprised Tom particularly in the cryptocurrency blockchain and so-called web 3.0 space there is a lot of personal gain as to why they're going ahead and publishing this report and this unfortunately is the drawback or distribute to the decent last way of working isn't it I can go ahead and create a survey where I cherry pick certain people and I go ahead and ask them to talk about some benefits of Cardano and then I can go ahead and post that the future of cryptocurrency is Cardano and there is a very high possibility I might be having my own vested interest in Cardano now regarding your research which is done by Bybit I definitely had a look at it and to be honest I'm not too convinced because listen when Ethereum did actually move from proof of work to proof of stake i would seen so many such research and reports that did actually give some really technical analysis which actually stated that Ethereum will definitely fit Bitcoin not just in market cap but also in price as well. None of these reports and researches turn out to be true particularly in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space I'm pretty much sure in the corporate world or in the finance world there's a lot of regulations in place when you go out and publish this report so to answer your question no 
I don't think at least at this point of time, the interest is higher on Ethereum in comparison to Bitcoin. But look, as and when spot Ethereum approval date kicks in, I'm pretty much sure there'll be a lot of investments definitely pulling into Ethereum. And regarding Ethereum investors, there was a similar news that did actually take place. I believe this was in 2022, where there were so many reports talking about that a lot of investors are actually flocking towards Ethereum. And that reports were definitely true, but unfortunately it did not make any impact so far as the price of Ethereum is concerned, even the underlying technology. So my honest answer is this, when you're looking at report and researchers, try to look at the motivation why they are going ahead and publishing this report and you will be surprised 90% of the time there is some personal involvement and they want the users to go ahead and believe that and go ahead and buy that particular token or that particular project. Those are my honest thoughts to be honest because I don't think institutional investors will be having a preference on Ethereum over Bitcoin. Definitely Bitcoin over Ethereum is a very high possibility and that is only because of the huge difference in the prices in it. Those are my honest thoughts but definitely interesting question. And that's about all guys from the Ask Me Anything series on Blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxb.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com. And also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And guys if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am we have Krypton Coffee at 8 where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and how this series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So thanks so much for listening guys and have a nice one. Bye bye.